And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yes! Grab your torch and dip it for the final time into the sexy Mr. Jeff candle because no buffs is back. I'm J.E. Skeets, along with my fellow tribe members, two guys who love to get radical. We got Trey Kirby <laughs> and uh, No Dunk Super Producer J.D. Hello. Love and live to get radical, I believe. And we also have a special guest. Oh my God! He's back from the edge of COVID extinction. It's been too damn long. Crooked Media Zone, Jason Concepcion. Jason, what's up? Uh, it's delightful to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, what a great time to, to be alive and, and be a fan of Survivor. How are you holding up? Uh, I'm almost all the way back. I would say I'm, I'm uh, I would say 95% back uh, from my tussle with the novel coronavirus COVID-19 and just feeling great and enthusiastic about being here today. And Talk let's about say the this, best show on television. Well, the best show on television right now. But when it comes to media, you're working on a lot of things. So congratulations on the big news. Do you want to share that with the uh, Survivor world? What exactly oh, uh, sure. is coming down the pipeline for you? Yeah. Uh, uh, Shay Serrano, a multiple-time New York Times bestseller, best-selling author Shay Serrano and I uh, wrote a movie a couple years ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, we sold it to Hulu. They're making the movie, directed by uh, the great Oz Rodriguez of Vampires in the Bronx fame, and uh, they're shooting it right now in, in wow. upstate New York. Wow. Congratulations. That is huge. Um, Fine. I'll watch it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I guess. <laughs> for you. We'll watch it. We'll do a podcast on it. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to the Live Tribe for joining us live right now on YouTube. Hello to all our podcast listeners as well. Don't forget to leave your No Buffs Boys a five-star rating and review. But yeah, we are talking about the finale of Survivor 42. Congratulations to another Canadian winner, baby. Canada's cracked the code here when it comes to Survivor. <laughs> Marianne winning with seven votes. Uh, Jason, it looks like you're pumped that Marianne was the winner of Survivor 2. And did you like the season overall? We haven't <laughs> talked to you all season long. I, I know. I, I It was a, a really delightful and entertaining and surprising season. Marianne, an absolutely fitting winner. Um, much like Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, she snatched it at the speech stage. Mm. She snatched it. <laughs> she grasped it from Mike, who I think but many people were leaning toward. Uh, and Mike... Fumbled the bag, and Marianne was right there to to sweep it up. And what a wonderful, fitting, and delightful, and energetic winner! Yeah, that's what people are saying. I mean, I guess I probed did it in the uh, the after show when the pizza and the champagne came up. He asked, uh, you know, show of hands here, who came into this final tribal council sort of undecided or maybe leaning towards Mike, and a lot of hands 
went up. Um, Mike doesn't believe it. He ain't buying it. <laughs> he's not buying that. He ain't buying it. <laughs> wow. like, yeah, I think they just raised their hands because they were on TV. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> look. look. Okay. Nonetheless, it certainly at least the way it was edited, the responses, the uh, you know, like the facial reactions from all of the jury members and the lines of questioning that they were going down, it at least felt like Marianne straight up convinced them to vote for her yeah. to win this, and that if Mike would have uh, said exactly what they wanted to hear, he probably is the million-dollar winner. Not a great communicator, Mike. Like, it was very clear that Mike was not aware of the game he played. You know, like, it, he's sitting there like, I, I tried to play an honest game, uh, you know, but I guess I, I guess you all are telling me that I did lie. Uh, you've been telling me for two hours that I lied to all of you. So I guess I did. I guess I did lie. I like, he was not aware that he, yeah. had, that he had played Survivor, essentially. And then Marianne was ready with all the – I thought it was – I thought – her first answer about, hey, I noticed how all the young people were going out early. So I pulled it back. Right, right. I decided to not seem strategic. And, to, and I thought that was a great start. The way she framed the idol reveal, first of all, brilliant. Because yep. the wow factor of pulling it out, you <laughs> heard the, the jury gasp, and I knew she had him at that point. <laughs> but in, do you really, if you really analyze it, her <laughs> She had an idol that she did nothing with, <laughs> right? Not did, play did, this. Did, did, no, did not play it, did not use it to leverage anybody, did not uh, try to make a deal with it or save an ally. And then she framed that as, my masterstroke, look at this. And it was a beautiful, incredible, and so effective display of communication and that's how she won it. She was just a better communicator than Mike at the final moment. Yeah, 100%. The uh, the pocket uh, immunity idol was a big play, but she paired it so nicely, I think is what you're saying here, Jason, like with the whole like, Omer, this is what happened. And then this yes. is why I was set up to always be here. When she started rattling off like basically every scenario when you got down to the final six of why she was going to be there, like they were like, their minds were like being blown. <laughs> totally. They're like, holy yeah. crap. Like, and you she's were right. thinking about this. Yeah, you were yeah. actually playing this game. So she just, you're right. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest performances we've seen at Absolutely. a tri final travel council. And I think, you know, Romeo did the best he could do in the circumstance. Yeah, Mike, okay, look, it took him a while. I think a like near the <laughs> end of it, he maybe started to figure it out. Like, oh, I should have come about this a little different way. But she, I mean, I don't even think it would have mattered what they had done because she was like yeah. that great. And, and you sounds like you agree, Jason. Yeah, I do. And for Romeo, you know, it, it, it was clear that the personal journey was, if anything, uh, more important than winning. Yeah. And I and that was that hit me in my heart. That was uh, to uh, to watch that evolution happen um, and to have him own that, own his identity uh, in that way. It was really it was it was really fulfilling. That was that was really wonderful. Uh, I I loved I loved Romeo's journey, even though he really you know he did not have a, a good shot to win this thing. No, yeah, he was on the bottom the entire time. Yeah. He got called a cockroach and a goat and a bird <laughs> who fell out of <laughs> a yep. nest. Yep. But he also got like a huge W. I felt like yeah. actually winning uh, the spinning balls challenge and getting to make the call. Even he says in like his exit interviews, he's like. I knew I wasn't going to win. Right. So for me, actually competing and pulling off a, a, an immunity win was my win. So shout out to him. He did great in this episode. I thought he was actually pretty solid at Final Tribal Council. Like, it seemed like at least 
he could have gotten a vote. He didn't, but it <laughs> yeah. seemed like he could have gotten one, which was more uh, than I thought going into the tribal. Yeah, JD, jump in here. What'd you think of uh, Marianne, another Canadian winning, and how <sighs> she did? And like you, you know, this was your well. Look, you were saying Omer was winning this game for I a did, long yeah. time. Yeah. We talked about the Go Train Alliance between That's right. Marianne and Omer, mm-hmm. but then you pivoted after Omer went out. and You said you were cheering for Marianne. Yeah, comes through. I was on that Go Train Alliance, and I <laughs> just stayed on the train with Marianne right yeah. till the right till the end there. And uh, yeah. I mean, I'm bursting with national pride. I agree with everything that you guys have just said. Uh, You know, it kind of reminded me of playing Mario Karts and you're just about to get to the finish line. I'm Mike. And then Marianne just uses one of her power-ups and I shrink down to the itty-bitty size and she just zooms right by me. And that's what it felt like. It was just... And it's so rare to see a move, like an actual move at Tribal Council and just to see the jury light up and and make up their minds right then and there. I I don't think I've ever seen that in Survivor and it was just a goddamn delight. It did feel a little bit like... Could this be a new strategy going forward? You're like, you're under the radar for the majority of the season. You're making moves, but maybe people don't know so much about them. But you do have one big move to pull yeah. mm-hmm. at Final Tribal Council. I mean, it's it's going to be tough to keep. I mean, it's tough already for people to keep their idols a secret, but to not do anything until final tribal council that's a good way to stay off people's radar. oh that even her just adding that line at tribal council jason was um this is the only secret everybody yeah. else shared their secrets all their advantages everything you got everybody knew at some point somebody else knew and this right here this idol that i did nothing with and didn't have to at least it was a secret uh i thought that was even a brilliant little addition like she just she just nailed it perfectly it, it's very clear that she went in and had and thought a lot about what her argument was going to be, the pacing of it. She reacted very well to the questions mm-hmm. and and uh, reframed her answers to to fit with the questions. And then that final, you know that that uh, that final reveal with the idol. You're exactly right. You know this is the final secret, mm-hmm. and and to pull it out, it was it was a masterstroke. And you just knew when the, when the when the jury went. <gasps> Oh, was, <laughs> yeah. that's it. You're do- we're done. Yeah. We're done. Marianne won it right there. It was it was like a, it was like a few good men or something. Like yeah. did you order the code red? Like it was that dramatic and perfectly executed. Were you shocked at all that she got seven of the eight votes and that there weren't more maybe going to Mike? Like how did you feel heading into the to the final episode last night? Were you were you like obviously we didn't know who was going to be there in the final three at that point, but like what were you thinking heading in last night? I thought Mike probably had the best shot. Yeah. I think that um, Marianne, because she kind of came on late, that uh, she was going to have an uphill climb with some of the jury who had gone out before she really started playing or, you know, uh, obviously playing. Yeah. Um, and so that was going to be she was going to have a little bit of a story to tell to get them on board. I thought Mike if he wanted it, had a great story about a 58-year-old guy who's been watching Survivor all his life, is older than everybody. These are like his kids and in some cases grandkids out here and he's connecting with them and mm-hmm. what that meant and what it would mean to him to to play not just on a social level but on a physical level with these with these uh, other competitors. And, I, and uh, it was frustrating to watch him fumble that, but I think I was leaning, I think I thought Mike had the best shot of anybody. I thought that Jonathan 
it was hard to understand where the votes were going to come from for him. Obviously, a, an incredible physical competitor, but I, I just didn't see it. Romeo uh, was goaded <laughs> for most of the yeah. season. And so it was really Mike and Marianne at yeah. that point. Um, and, and I think I was leaning Mike. Could Mike have done anything like differently, you think, at Tribal Council too? Got enough votes, Trey? Oh, yeah. I think if he comes out and owns all the moves he made, saying, I was playing as a man of integrity, knowing that I was going to have to build these bonds and then stab people in the back, I think he at least gets more than one vote. Right. And, and <clears throat> excuse me, probably makes it pretty, pretty close, all things considered. Because I think he said, even in his exit interview, he's like, I thought this was going to be like a game of poker where you bluff somebody who has you beat, but then when they realize you bluff them, they're like, ah, you're a good guy. That was a pretty smooth move you pulled. Which is exactly what would have happened if he would have been like, yeah, here's all of the moves I pulled. Here's how I got close to people and did it. But he was obviously yeah. just kind of scuffling when they were bringing it up to him until the point where he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I did tell a <laughs> yeah. lot of people I was going to help them out, and then I didn't. Yeah. And, like, the number one rule is, like, when they say, okay, like, you, you pretend or whatever. You say you're going to play this game of integrity and all that, whatever. And then he goes, yes. And then they go, well, you did it. You lied to me. But then he would always go... Yeah, but you lied to me first. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, okay, but don't say that. That's yeah, like that's a exactly. dumb way to approach it when you're trying to get their vote in a game of deception and stuff like that. I thought like, yeah, we're all, we're all saying the same thing here. He could have done better. I think he started to realize it at the end, at least in terms of the editing, <laughs> yeah. that it was like, oh, geez, maybe I really should have came about this a little more aggressively. Like, ha, I got you. Mm -hmm. Like my social skills and despite being older, like you were saying, Jason, uh, I, I, that was just all a part of my plan, and it worked perfectly because yeah. I'm sitting here, and he and he did it way, way, way too late. I thought into that tribal council. I I, I always think about Denise Stapley's intro to her jury speech as the kind of platonic ideal about how you do it if you're if you are trying to square an honorable keep my word type of game with lies. And yeah. she was just like, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for for. Uh, how I played to get here, some of the lies I've told, uh, because this is Survivor, and that's what it takes to win, essentially. Mm -hmm. I'm paraphrasing. And I thought that was, you know, if Mike uh, if Mike had done that, I think he had a good chance. But again, he just didn't know that he played that way. That was clear. Yeah, he, did, yeah. he was not aware of it. He didn't know that he did that. Yeah, I think you're right. Back to Marianne. I was trying to think about this in terms of the winner here of Survivor 42. We looked at her as just like a big character. I mean, Probes loved her right from the jump. Everybody did, really. Um, and I think it's really rare for, like, a big, big, big character to then go on to win the game. Like, totally. You look at the yeah. the 40 winners of this game. How many are, like, actually big, big characters that also won the game? Tony comes to mind, sure. Boston, Rob, yeah. But a lot of these people played more than once. Mm -hmm. Tyson, even, I would throw in that list. Yep. Characters. Female-wise, Jason, like, who is a really big character that won the game? Like, was Sandra even a really, really big character? I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't think hard. so. It, it's hard to... I can't think of anything, anyone who is who has played like Marianne as energetic and as boisterous and as young and... and as young acting as she was. Like, usually... She was exactly right in, in, in what she said at the end there. Usually there is an implicit bias against the younger players in the game. The, mm -hmm. the, uh, the rest of the players are less apt to, uh, to give them some slack when they are being annoying. They don't want to give a young person the money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Marianne overcame all that. I don't think we've ever seen that before. 
Yeah, I thought it was cool that she even kind of mentioned that as part of her final tribal council. It's like, y'all were voting out all of the young people, so I had to kind of take a little bit of a step back uh, just with the way that we've been recording the show and, you know, like the playoffs being on. I've been watching a lot in the morning, so Laura hasn't seen a ton of these episodes. She watched the finale last night. She's like, Marianne seems like a totally different person from the beginning yeah. of the yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like yeah. something to me that I didn't necessarily see because we're watching it every week, talking about it every week. But if you see you know, two months later, the change, like she's just out there having fun yeah. in the beginning of it. And by the end, she's like laying out perfect cases for why yeah. she did everything she did in the final half of the season. So the growth from her is incredible. I think if she comes out to the season the same way she was at the end of the season, we probably don't think of her necessarily as much of as a character, you know, yeah. like along the lines of JD last season or Nasir. I think we even compared her to. It's almost like if Rupert actually won a survival. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. And that's what I said. Yeah. Like, like when you're we having started the most fun podcasting. And you're playing? Uh, that's exactly what I said. Three episodes in to no buffs for this season, Jason, I was comparing, obviously wrongly. That I was like, is Mary Ann just a female version of Rupert? Like, what a what a character, but, like, will never have a chance to win this game. Is sort of, like, out of her league. And I'm like, of course, proven to be terribly wrong. I can't ever see Rupert winning a game or pulling <laughs> off moves that she did or obviously, like, lining things up to go her way. But, uh, yeah, she's one of the Can most I unique winners for sure. Absolutely. Can I ask the group a question? Is, yeah. is this the worst puzzle talent we've ever seen wow. in a survivor. <laughs> That's up there. Yeah, it's 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 not great. I mean, look, when Mike is winning a puzzle, <laughs> I think that says something. Uh, that puzzle off also seems really tough to me. Uh, I think Lindsay said that she didn't realize until she had four pieces left that it was a double-sided puzzle. <laughs> But that's pretty wild. Whoa. But also, I mean, when you're building a puzzle, you do the outside first. Yeah, but that Then looks, you got to yeah. try and do yeah. the inside of this. They're like leaning up against it and just trying to smash it. That looked pretty tough. Yeah, it looked, it looked very difficult. Um, yeah, let's talk about the whole decision with Mike giving his idol to, to Marianne and then Marianne not really doing anything. Like all of the decisions <laughs> she had to make, Jason, like were you surprised at that one part where it was like, Wow, she's really not going to do anything. She's not going to save Lindsay. But what do you think? I was because I thought that the, I thought that the move that she laid out, in which she plays her idol for Lindsay and then flips the vote on Jonathan. Right. You know, I think her words were, "The more impactful move is when you flip the vote on somebody who wasn't expecting to be voted out." I thought that was, you guarantee the win if you pull that off. Yeah. Like that, I I, I thought it was worth doing, um, because you. It, 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 particularly if you get the if you get the idol from Mike because you're safe one and then you make a move that shocks everybody in the most public way it, at the latest stage you know at the death yeah. of the game and you basically sew your you know you sew your case up at that point so I was a little surprised I'm I'm a little you know Mike's reasoning for giving it up in that moment I guess it was like I got to keep my word um, <laughs> late in the game, you know. I gave uh, you my word first, I guess. I gave you, yeah. my, I gave you my word first. Uh, but again, uh, kind of indicative of Mike uh, playing from the heart as he had been pretty much throughout the entire game. Mm -hmm. One of the tells I thought of that final five tribal council, the jury did not look impressed with Mike coming in with the necklace. I don't know if you saw that. He walked in and they were like, huh. they weren't very pumped about that. I was like, uh-oh, that doesn't... Uh, Maybe me and Mike's going to go on to win this game. But uh, JD, did, were you surprised? Like, I was yelling at my TV, like, what Jason was saying. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, save Lindsay. Get Jonathan yeah. out. That's going to be yeah. another huge move. And if you get there at the end, you're a lock to win. But she's weighing it out in her head, like, 
this is the thing. Everybody was like, I can beat Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan's like yeah. basically Romeo at this yeah. point. Like they couldn't be yeah. look uh, different looking wise, but they're the same when it comes to the game. And she has weakness is being strong. Yeah, actually. that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what Roxbury would say. You're right. Uh, but were you shocked it was just as much as I was, JD? Oh, totally. I thought that was going to be the big move. I thought, and it would have been. It would have been. Oh, shocking. It would have been cool. It, yeah, uh, for sure. But then you know, uh, hindsight 2020. It would. It ended up being way cooler what ha- when it yeah. ended up happening, yeah. and I think ultimately, you know, she she didn't really care. Really, I think she, I think she, in her mind, she probably could have beaten either of them. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she made the ultimately, of course, she made the right call because she wins the game. But right. It yep. feels like Lindsay did have more friends on the on they the had a lot of respect than, for her. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so you know, smart move by Marianne yeah. to not keep her around, and also a little bit of a flex to just be like. I got him to play his idol on me for literally no reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And then she was able to keep it around to have it for her jury performance. And then at this tribal council too, I don't want to forget this fun part. Um, Romeo playing the fake idol, Jason. <laughs> what, what'd, you think of, what'd you think of that, I, that movie? Listen, obviously, <laughs> listen, obviously the edit being what it is, we don't know what really happened, right, but right. like he talked about his idol, never brandished it. Was never questioned about it, and then pulls it out at the tribal and burns it. It's like you gotta do more than just say I have an like. You have to show it to somebody, don't you? Now, listen, there were other problems. There's no paper with it, which is the ultimate red flag. Whatever, you know, an idol appears at that stage. But uh, I guess points for trying. But yeah. No, I, I, you've got to be more fully committed to the fake idol bit if you're going to go through the trouble of making the fake idol. Yeah, I love how many times he brought it up too, because he's trying for anything. He doesn't have sure. a whole lot to yeah, go yeah. on, and he just kept saying, "You know, I had that fake idol." And everyone was like, "Yeah, but no one really cared." <laughs> was it a bracelet? It looked like he made an idol bracelet. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, he's got a small neck. I mean, I guess I could yeah. go around his neck. I don't know. <laughs> he's a skinny guy. I'm a skinny guy. I could probably put that on. But uh, stretchy enough. Yeah. I, well, it was amazing too the editing of that because he's like, hold on, I have something I want to play. Cut to <laughs> the know. jury. Whoa, everybody's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Romeo, you crazy? And then he's just basically right away like, yeah, this is a fake. So That's I'm probably, just going to throw it in the fire. That was my other favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. He didn't even have to get up to do it. He just uh, reached over and plopped. Dropped in the- you know, look, we're, we're like uh, obviously having some fun at his expense. But could Romeo, if he, so he decides to take Marianne to the, to the final three and he puts Mike and Jonathan into the fire. What if he takes, what if he takes Jonathan? And puts Marianne mm. in there, and Mike beats Marianne. Let's just say, hypothetically, in the fire making challenge. So it's Romeo, Mike, and Jonathan at the end. Is there any chance at all Romeo could have pulled this off? Like, or is it still Jason? We'll start with you going to probably Mike in that instance. Like, or or, or you know, if he, Mike fumbles the bag, like you said, and like won't own up to I, anything. I don't know. It's not maybe that far fetched. I, I think it's I think it's still a long shot. But considering Mike's. Uh, you know, kind of clumsiness in communicating his mm-hmm. case, and if and if Romeo had really just gone crazy, yeah. speech wise, yeah, and maybe you know fudged the facts a little bit in how he got there, yep. you know, an Erica case lying in the cut, waiting for my moment, etc. Um, I I think when it came time to say, okay, what was the move that you made? That was going to be a little tougher, but I I don't think it's impo- I don't think it's impossible against. 
Mike, although he certainly would have been the favorite. And as we all have mentioned, Jonathan has no votes out there. So it's just you and Mike and what's going to happen. So I think he would have had a shot, but it's still an uphill yeah. uh, battle. Yeah. yeah, I think he would have had to put himself in fire, right? Romeo, Romeo yeah. would have had to. Wow. Yeah, you got to do fire. That's you got to go fire. That, I mean, you, you need that ballsy move. He had his fake idol. He did win the last immunity huge. challenge as well, huge. which is yeah. which is huge. I mean, the, there is a universe, <laughs> I think. I mean, I... Can he make fire? I don't even know. He uh, like good call. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, he's pretty famous for not doing much around camp. So <laughs> eating right, eating rice. Out of the- <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I think I, I, I think you factor in making fire and then just as Jason says, just killing it, like going yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a pretty epic uh, fire challenge between the two. Yeah, I mean it was. You know, they I, we've seen them go a lot longer before yeah. and struggle a lot more. And uh, man, Mike just it, had an inferno going. I guess Probst was calling it. And and by the way, after that, Mike was done. Mike shut off the the like the competitive yeah. engine shut off. Totally. Mike was very very happy after that, and <laughs> that was the end of Mike trying anymore. <laughs> like he was done. That's a good point. We, we saw that three times, I think, this... Uh, let me get myself on there. Uh, this episode. We saw Lindsay gave up, I think. As soon as she lost immunity, she, all she could do was beg. Like, that was her strategy. She just begged to mm-hmm. beg Mike, please, please play your idol on me. Yeah, she tried when, to guilt trip him. Yeah, but a I little think... Bit that, of, a, a better, little bit of no tears crying also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, but I, that's a terrible strategy. Like, she should have been like... You should take me because uh, these other people are not. You're not going to beat them. Like right, uh, just right. sell it a little more. Yeah. Just uh, begging is not a good look mm-hmm. to to be taken through. So we, and we saw Jonathan just give up at the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like he just stopped. Oh, he literally doing stopped. Yeah. He literally stopped. Yeah. Like, I mean, these go together. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's Survivor 101. Never give up, right? Yeah. Because Mike was very close to toppling that whole yeah. damn thing yeah. over. So. You know, I, I I get that he's not good at puzzles, and he probably did, didn't have a chance. Uh, but yeah, and a, and a, Jason, I 100% agree. He gave up as soon as he as soon as he won that fire. Is like I've just won this game. I think I think mm-hmm. he just thought in his mind. Oh, you think he, he was coming in there pretty confident? Oh, I think I think he oh, thought yeah. he was going to win. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 agree? Oh yeah, I think he said basically as much. Like I thought I had it going into final <laughs> tribal council because he thought they were going to respect his game for the right. way he played, but he had to like admit that he played that way. I also thought Jeff was um, getting a little worried for Mike the way he was talking about his fire. He's like Mike throwing a lot yeah. of coconut yeah, husk yeah. on there, <laughs> burns quickly, and there ain't a lot in there. <laughs> Just throwing sticks on. <laughs> no real plan here. He did Meanwhile, you got Roxroy going like he- this. Got Clark's yeah. like this over there in the oh. jury. TP it up. <laughs> it Make turns out the guy whose whose job is fires <laughs> is good with fire. Yeah. <laughs> and did you need any advice from anybody? Oh, uh, it still drives me nuts. I think I brought this up uh, on No Buffs in season 41. When they're practicing fire, because we saw a lot of that, of course, everybody getting ready, not knowing who was going to go in at the point. We didn't know if Marianne was going to be in it, Jonathan, Mike, whatever. Practice on a surface, a higher yeah. level. Not on a leaf. Stop doing it on the grip. At one point I saw Mike, he was like practicing on the side to him. Like, <laughs> you're not gonna be set up like that. Get get like a stump, get maybe a rock what? even down by the water, something just elevated. Get used to that little height what there. Was, you're, you're blown what was Jonathan looking at? When oh, on yeah. the lead up to fire, he's looking over there like, 
Yeah, he's counting the sticks or something. Like studying, like, what is he looking at? That's his move. That's he did that for almost every challenge. He would, while Jeff was explaining what was going on, he'd be be like, like, hmm, "Hmm, all right, okay. (laughs) I just sizing the whole thing up. Uh, And I noticed this for the first time, and I, I, because I heard Tyson mention it a couple of weeks ago on his podcast, the knives that they give them for the flint. So much smaller, and it was almost flimsy in oh. in Jonathan's hand. So, all the practice in the world, of course, yes, yeah. practice, yeah, practice, yeah. practice. But uh, I don't. I was I was actually worried that Jonathan. I always get worried that these guys are going to cut themselves. Like whoever's doing the fire, fire challenge, because yeah. there's so much pressure. Oh. You're slapping a, a <laughs> knife with. And then burns too, like you know, just oh, reaching over the fire. The fire. No like, problem. Yeah, <laughs> playing for a million dollars, JD. Hey, I get burns. it. I get it. It's the dad in me, though. Hoboken points. Yeah. My beard would go up in flames. Oh man. yeah, you guys would be a disadvantage <laughs> with your long beards. Totally. Have to keep your heads back for sure. Or an advantage. Uh, I couldn't believe <laughs> with the challenge. Oh yeah, light your beard on fire and then put it on the on the rope. Is that legal? Jeff. Jeff would freak out. I don't know. What we can do. It was He's a survivor first. He's lighting his beard on fire. <laughs> oh my god! Um, back to the to the challenge that ultimately Romeo wins. Uh, what did they call it? Samotion? Is that what it's uh, named after the guy that made it? Who was yeah. who? Bu- oh, we got a backstory on this challenge that some yeah, guy was, was just after, bored or something. <laughs> made this after thing. all these years to get a backstory on that one. Yeah, this has been around since uh, China. He said. Token- oh, I thought it was token cheese. Oh, I thought China. he said it was. Wow, oh, was it? Okay, uh, that's a long time ago. Um, but Mike, Jason, dropping the ball. I mean, you say fumble in the bag, dropping the oh ball. Ball, gosh. one word. No. I mean, that was so embarrassing, yeah. folks. Yeah. Come on, you can't. It, it was like the third or the third ball. Maybe it was certainly like below ten number of balls. Oh that yeah, it popped out. Like you can't. You can't drop the first ball. Yeah, Come on. No. people are saying for that challenge, it may have been the worst performance too. Because oh, easily, Marianne goes out at like two balls. Yeah. I think well, that's early. not great. And then you know, Jonathan just Jonathan kept doing this thing with his arm. <laughs> yeah, and kind of like, right. dude, you don't left need to right. stretch while you're waiting for the ball. <laughs> uh, oh, you thought he was like going left and right because he just kept. I thought why I thought Jeff was saying. The only thing that matters is that little bridge that yeah. goes left yeah. and right. Yeah, he, yeah. Right. so he kept left doing that little wrist right. thing, and then he... I, what, he what, what he really screwed up was, on the fourth ball drop, he got a little too cute. Because you're yeah. doing the whole pacing thing, yeah. like the spacing it out. I get that, but he was like, he was waiting too long, yeah. and then finally dropped, and then it was by the time... And then I think he then forgot which, which way the gate was going, um, and then dropped the ball. So Romeo, with the big win... Um, but yeah, I, I do. Well, I guess here's a question. Do you like seeing these challenges time and time and time again, Jason? Or would you like some uh, fresh challenges near the end here? No, I like it. I, I I particularly like that one. Yeah. As it seems like it is very, very often the closing challenge. Um, and I think it's a great one. Listen, these folks have been through... Uh, days and weeks of malnutrition and intense physical exertion. And then now they've spent three days without a shelter on the open beach. You know, like it's uh, let's give them something that is physical, but also requires focus uh, and doesn't kill them on the last day. I like it. I I particularly like this one. And I like seeing, I like the, the, the through line of seeing some of these challenges again, because you know what, you know, it works. Yeah. 
It's definitely fair, the challenge. Oh, yeah. No doubt about yeah, that. It's like anyone Romeo of won. any size can do that. Yeah, <laughs> Romeo, Romeo straight up beasted that challenge. So <laughs> Challenge beast. I would say it's very fair. And then the other challenge we had in this one, uh, which I guess had a reward on it too. This was the whole, was this the whole pasta, red sauce, mm-hmm. garlic bread, red yeah. wine, cake. Uh, yeah, Probe's giving us the you menu. Want meat sauce. I'm, I'm convinced. You want some meat sauce. Jeff Probst, Jason, I think when this is done, his Survivor run, he's going to open a restaurant. <laughs> There's nothing this guy loves more than like reading a menu and like getting sure you know do you need more champagne you need more pizza like he loves it so i think he's he opening a survivor food. restaurant yeah um but we had the the bigger challenge which was like this one again we've seen like versions of this like the big obstacle course where you got to go get the bags and come back ultimately ending in that huge crazy puzzle uh the big circular puzzle um but yeah, that's a that's sort of a staple too at this point, right, Jason? When we get to like the final five, it feels like we get one of those type of it, obstacle courses. It is. Let me ask you this: Would it have been obviously hindsight being twenty twenty? Would it have made more sense for Lindsay to save her energy for the actual challenge rather than burn it looking for the toe? Mm. Mm. Because she's out there for a while, 40 minutes, they all said. 40 minutes. the way over the island again and again and backtracking, looking all over, climbing up, looking yeah. for this thing. And I think you can make an argument that maybe just save that up, save those calories, save that energy for the thing. Yeah, that's I never really thought about that because uh, I think it was all the same day, too. Like that yeah. was the morning was this whole uh, that was basically the game within the game, which they. It's in the game. Just got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just the game now. I mean, once we cracked it, you know, I mean, they were like, well, we got to take it out for season 42. I guess uh, everybody playing along. But yeah, we also had, uh, f- well, really three people not being able to decipher the word sleeping, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Marianne appeared to know, but like made a decision well, to like, I ain't saying. I'm not saying I'll give it to Liz. Well, she was like, well, I, I was sandbagging it. You didn't really have to sandbag it that hard again, with this group. <laughs> yeah. This is, again, I think the worst puzzle group once Jenny went out early right there was not a lot of puzzle talent left uh, on the island I'll never forget Mike saying was it Mike or who was it but who was it that was like I see nine triangles oh Oh, really that's what you got no Jonathan Jonathan. I got nine yeah that's it we're done yeah right nine no it was just like folks it it was never going to be a good puzzle group yeah, good fortune is tucked in the toes of the sleeping giant. I've always said that. Yes. It's uh, the first place to and, look. And uh, yeah, she finally found it. And it was a pretty good advantage by, uh, by all accounts, right? Yeah. It was only one knot on all these bags where everybody else had six. six. Yeah. They said. But Jonathan was like, does he have a secret for untying knots? Uh, he untied his six knots as fast as Lindsay untied her yeah, one knot. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. I was, wanted to see what he was doing. Yeah, what yeah. was he doing? Now? After a while, it felt like, whoa, Jonathan's on the move already? Like, how? Yeah, yeah, that's true. We didn't see a lot of the untying of bags. It was just the crossing of all the uh, obstacles. <laughs> yeah, we want to see those bags get untied, I guess, the exciting stuff. Yeah, I guess Lindsay took a fall at one point yeah. on, the, on that one little bridge there where he was like, well... You know, amazing callback. Did you catch this? The one where they had to walk across on like those little pads. He did the monkey walk. Oh, he did. That he had showed he us on, on the island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a callback. I was like, that's, that's why funny. they put the monkey walk we in. We got to see that monkey walk. This guy just killed it across that one obstacle doing the monkey walk. Um, My two takeaways yeah. from this challenge. I love a station challenge as well. I thought it was very funny yeah. that they were yep. excited for it. Um, the part where they have like the rope pit right before. Yep. That looks awesome. Where you to get run to bounce jump. on it. Yeah, that yeah. looks like it would yeah. be super I'm always cool. thinking they're going to eat it, too. Like, totally. Yeah. Nobody ever falls there. Yeah, uh, They just 
bop right up to the pedestal. That's very cool. And then I also wrote down all of the obstacles they had to go through. So yep. I want you to tell me what you think is going to be the toughest. You got the slack line with the rope on the top, just yep. rope on bottom, rope on top. That one we saw Jonathan go sideways on yeah. like so yeah. fast, man. Yeah. He flew across. Yeah. We have, uh, I call this one lily pads on ropes. Yep, the one, I, yep, the one yep. I'm saying. Board yep. on ropes crawling where yep. you have to keep adding it. That's where Lindsay dropped one, yep. had to hop yep. off, right? Yep. Uh, swinging boards that are just like swings to each other. Yep. You had that pole cart one, yep. and then you had the bridge with the side ropes on right, the side. Right. Which do you think would be the easiest, and Ooh. which do you think would be the toughest? Okay, Jason, you go first. What do you think is the easiest? <laughs> anything. The listen, as a smaller guy, anything where I'm having to reach up like this, uh, I feel like I'm not going to do great on right, the toughest. Right. So uh, yeah, that's what that was going to be tough for me. I think. Okay, what well, what would have been the easiest one in your mind? Is it just Probably the little pads? Oh, the knee yeah, pads, like, interesting. Lily pads are the, actually, yes, you're right, the pulling one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just that's get just on and pull yourself across. You just get on and you just pull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JD, what about you? Same question. Yeah, for me, it's the um, it's the planks where Lindsay dropped. Oh, those look the, That looked legit hard. And just having to reach back and then maneuver it back over, I yeah. definitely, that would have taken me the longest for sure. But uh I love these challenges. Yeah, they're cool. It's really hard to tell who's in. If you don't have Jeff saying, yeah. you know, oh, Jonathan's in the lead. He's killing it. Or Lindsay's close behind. You have no idea until they get to the puzzle part, right? Like, and, and that's fine. That's fine. But it's exciting to watch on television. Yeah. One small note from that challenge. I always thought it was funny when Propes kept telling them when they got across that one where you had to use the two planks, <laughs> throw your planks off. Don't leave them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them out of the way. It just like made me laugh. He had to say it like three times because I was like thinking, if I'm in the middle of this, I'm you know I'm obviously trying to win this. I'm probably forgetting. Like I'm sure. across. I got right. my bag. Oh, See yeah, you later. Yeah. But uh, they all very kindly turn around, take it off. Like is somebody screaming at them? Is probes reminding them there? And they take it. You know, they edit out the audio. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, made me. He laugh. definitely had one where he was like, "Bag's got to go on the nail." <laughs> <laughs> like him giving instructions. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> Apologies, Mr. No, Jeff. Mr. Jeff. Um, so, so I know we don't have you too much longer, Jason. But like, where does this sort of season? fall in your rankings of all-time survivor seasons and and did marianne winning it bump it higher or lower like where what do you where do you put it ballpark i guess um it's it's i put it in the i put it in the probably the bottom of the top third of survivor seasons okay the cast was was pretty fun the winner was surprising the you know it's a great example, as we've been saying, about how important the jury portion can be at times. I didn't think the gameplay was super, super high level, mm -hmm. but I did like that. Uh, I did like that, uh, uh, akin to like the more modern kind of like voting blocks era of the game, that people were, for the most part, playing without making it personal. Yep. There was a couple of things here and there, you know. Of course, you know, I think Lindsay would have been happy to watch Jonathan walk out into the ocean and drown. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but for the most part, people were just playing and competing, which, which I always like. And then, you know, uh, in this era, um, post-Survivor 40 era of, of more intentional and thoughtful diversity and letting people tell their stories, um, I think that's really meaningful and, and a great thing just to have in the culture. Yeah, did you enjoy 42 more than 41, equally, less? I mean, we weren't podcasting every day with you, but... Yeah, gosh, I think I liked it. I think I like it a, 
Uh, I'd put it about on the same level. I need to let it marinate. They they happened so recently. I think probably the gameplay and the edit for 42 is better. I'm still a little bit like, you can give us a little bit more Erica in 41. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. Way to get that in there and show us how she won. So I'd I'd probably lean 42. What did you think about, I'm sure you know this by now, but uh, the edit not showing us the idle nullifier that uh, Omer had? I, I... I was, I guess it just ended up not mattering. I guess not. Right? Yeah. Uh, simply put, I, I was I was definitely surprised by that reveal that that existed and that he had it. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's a good example of of how hard it is really to edit this show because you're thinking about how do we tell the story, how do we also entertain, and then does it matter? Does it matter yeah. for the game? Um, and obviously not ideal that, something like that didn't matter but it ultimately it didn't matter yeah no it's true um it's so funny it's like not the actual thing itself the idol nullifier didn't matter but by all accounts it was omer and jonathan finding it so there, of course there is a bond then between yeah. those yeah. two and it's like that's the element that you're removed uh removing from the game or at yeah, least from it, the show but i mean I, I talked about this last week yeah. but uh i just didn't like that it wasn't included because ultimately it it was the main cause, not the main cause, but it, it was definitely a factor in Omar going home. Right. And it would have been nice to have it. But, uh, you know, the point is well taken, Jason, that uh, ultimately it didn't matter. But yeah, it just felt like, you know, I, th- I thought that, that Omar, it, it was just hard to watch him just sort of not do anything and be so yeah, that whole part of it, it would have made a little bit more dramatic, but right. it also it would have taken away from uh, Marianne's big move in taking him out. So yeah. story wise, I get it, but uh, I still would have liked to have seen it happen. And for all the twists that we saw in 41 and basically saw again in 42, I know we talked about this last season with you, Jason, but like, which one are you ready to say goodbye to? Gosh. You hope we never see again. Is it the... Uh, the shillelagh of time is it the do or die twist is it the uh the amulets or the weird phrases what what do you, what do you think i think it's the i think it's the shot in the dark i think we oh. need to mm. figure out a way to make that it's it's basically there to to um act as a disincentivizer right but i'd love for there to be a way to like whether it's tweaking the percentages or something to make it a little bit more active it feels like a thing that people are worried about that we never see it never enters the stage right and certainly has never hit in the, in the few times that it's been played right. and then i do think the shillelagh of time is a little it's a little it's a little too powerful for me mm-hmm. yeah uh I, and i'd love for them to tweak that a little bit as well and what about you guys? Which one? Like, again, if you can only get rid of one, and I know Propes likes a lot of these, and I oh, think they it. might be there for 43 <laughs> and 44. I mean, they're already filming 43 right now. But uh, which one would you say, get out of here? We don't need that. Do or die, Yeah, I same. think, is uh, mm. going to die because it just is going to make less and less sense for players to play unless there's something right. they can actually win by taking part in this, right? You're just setting yourself up to maybe go home for choosing the wrong box. Yeah. JD's mm-hmm. do or die. hundred percent. Get out of here. Yeah. It's gotta be that one because we lucked out the, the, yeah. the cuss, the, the contestants lucked out at 41 and 42. They both won and were able to stay, but to see either Deshaun or Lindsay go out like that would have just been 
awful, like just awful. I mean, I know that Lindsay said in the reunion, oh, yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm totally I would have been fine if I lost. She was less fine with the fact that she gambled, which is odd thing for her to say, being so competitive. Like Mm -hmm. I, I felt like she was compelled to to take the risk, even though she didn't quite know what the risk was. But yeah, if she had gone out, I don't think she would be. Oh yeah, uh, totally fine. Uh, yeah. yeah, a no. one in three shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. See ya. Roll uh, the dice. No, yeah. it's silly. Uh, it's, it's, it's a completely yeah. different it's show at that point. Totally, it's, it's not Survivor. Uh, and Jason, who do you want to see back from this? Oh cast? wow, I love this question. Yeah, I I absolutely love this question. I'd love to see. You know what? Gosh. Uh, Jenny as as the the mm. puzzle brains. Okay. I thought we didn't get nearly enough of her. Omer as the schemer. Mm-hmm. I think could be fun again. And um, gosh, you know the way Drea went out when she was eliminated. That boisterousness, that energy. I'm like, man, was it the edit? What was it? Where was that energy the entire time you were on the island? Right. Yeah. Um. So I'd I think we uh, giving her another chance to really show uh, what her personality is would be fun, and then High I think is one of the smartest people to play recently. Mm-hmm. He'd be great to see again. And you know Jonathan's going to be back. Oh, oh yeah, Brooks <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, has yeah. already put that in pen. Uh, he's, he's, he's already booking an appearance for the spinoff show Challenge USA. Uh, Guaranteed yes, he'll yeah. be on that. Yeah, good point. He's the point. James of our generation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sure. that's totally true. Uh, so okay, well it's been a, a blast to catch up with you, Jason. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Congrats again on on the movie with uh, Shay Serrano. That is. Uh, that's phenomenal. Um, are you, so you're, you're also working. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are you also working on another show too, or is it just we have we have a show uh, that will pr- that does not have a title right now. Okay, uh, it's technically called um, Untitled Chase Serrano Project, which is uh, being shot right now in Albuquerque with uh, uh, executive produced by Mike Schur of The Office uh, and Parks and Rec fame. Yeah. Um, and they're shooting out right now, and the cast is so funny, and we can't wait for you to see. And so that. you're you're a on, writer on this show as well. I am a writer on that wow. show. Uh, that will be on the Freevee, uh, the Freevee TV uh, network. We are part of the Freevee family, along with Bosch Legacy and Judge Judith Scheinland, uh, who have welcomed <laughs> us with. <open. laughs> oh, fantastic! Okay, fantastic. All right, I guess we'll watch it too. Yeah, I guess we'll do a podcast on it. All right, uh, Jason, man, thank you so much. Great to catch up with you, and. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll obviously be talking to you. Hopefully, or catching up at some point in the summer. Are you going to summer league at all? Is that happening? Oh, uh, that would be great. That'd be. We'll see. I would love to. We'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jason Concepcion, thank you so much. Follow him on Good Twitter Network. Take care, man. We're gonna take our first break. When we come back, tree mail. So don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back here on No Buffs, breaking down the final episode of Survivor 42 and the after show last night, which I'm sure we'll have some thoughts on still. Uh, The live tribe commenting away. A lot of talk about Mike and what was going on with the jury. Though I love this comment here from Steven. The best thing about Survivor is that there's not a proven way to win. The game changes drastically depending on the cast and, crucially, the jury in terms of what's a winning game. Is that Jeff Probst? That's <laughs> very Probst-like, Steven. That is Probst-like. That's a great, uh, great note. Um, and speaking of great uh, you know, comments and questions, let's get to some tree mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that. Hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Oops. I don't know why we have to do that, but we do. You made it, so we have to show it. Yeah. I don't know why I was. Even though I feel like you don't want to. (laughs) I know. I I I always want to. Well, I also have a different setup because we had Jason on. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's fine. It was well worth it to have him on. For you to have a different right? setup. I agree. Fantastic. All right. First one here from uh, Sagasaurus Flex. Tass? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Saga. Are you probably. tassing? Uh, is it safe to say that the era of the challenge beast is over? Players like Danny in Season 41 and Jonathan here in Season 42, they've been fun to watch. But players do not seem to be threatened by their game, and jury members prefer to reward stronger social and strategic play. What do you think, Mr. I, Fle- <laughs> Mr. Flex? Mr. Kirby. Thank you, Mr. Flex and Mr. Kirby. What do you think? Well, I think this is that meme of the astronauts looking at the Earth. It's always been that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Challenge beasts usually don't win in Survivor. There have been a couple, but in general, yeah, you're right. uh, I do feel like the, the, the reason challenge beasts don't win has changed. Before, it was kind of like when Ozzy was winning, it was like, okay, he finally lost. Get him out of here. Now they don't care as much. It's like Jonathan didn't really have a chance to win last night because he didn't have a great social game and most of the women hated him. Um, (laughs) So the only way to win, I think, as a challenge beast is to win out as many as you possibly can. And when you don't win, you have to have a flashy move. That's how Ben won his season, having idols anytime he got voted out. So if you're able to do the flashy part of it, that's giving you a little strategy on alongside your physical prowess. JD, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think that there that. I don't think the age of the challenge beast is over by any means. I think that everything that Trey just said, plus the fact that if you're a Mike and you want to play the game honorably, you got to come in as a challenge beast and that's your only recourse. Really? I mean, uh, win all the immunities, uh, and don't lie to anybody. And that's how you get to the end. Really? I mean, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and also they're always going to cast people who are good at, at in challenges. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. you know, look at the, the big boner that, uh, Jeff had for Jonathan. Uh, and also, you know, Lindsay, she was compelled to compete. Like she could not help herself. Jason was talking about her running around for 40 minutes looking for this advantage. Would she have been better off uh, saving the calories? Yes, I think so. But she just can't help herself. Like, she just wants to win. And she just 
She was way more focused, uh, I've said it a million times, on beating Jonathan than she was in winning the game of Survivor. But uh, that's okay because uh, it was awesome to watch her and uh, you know, it would be great to have her back. Yeah, people are saying here in the live tribe, um, we've had Culpepper win a ton mm-hmm. of uh, individual immunities lost. Chrissy, same Chrissy. thing. I mean, this is just like, it also, with the way these challenges are now down the stretch, they're all ending generally in a puzzle. (laughs) So it doesn't even matter. Like he was, that was like, it was beneficial to keep him around almost in a weird way. Cause he's not going to win these puzzles at the end. He's just not great at it. Um, you know, he can't be perfect at everything. Um, he dominated the, the pre-merge, which is, yeah, that's when I think you see, like you have one or two challenge beasts, like physical players. And yeah. Oh my God. You're hopefully not going to a lot of tribal councils cause you're going to win. But into this individual stage, I think it's like the most overrated thing. Yeah. And I think it's also an easy thing for all the other players that are normal looking people and maybe not amazing athletes to be like, they can all like go, wow, look at that athlete. Well, we should get rid of him. It's yeah. just like gives you some reason to be like, focus on a person to go before you. But it actually doesn't really, it doesn't really exist, I don't think, in today's Survivor all that much. And also what you guys said, even if you got all the way to the end, Nowadays, it's like your resume is like, I won five individual muses. And the other resume is like, I got out the biggest strategic player over there or right. I did this move. They're all they're going to almost always lean towards that. So. Yeah, but I think it depends on the cast as well, though. Just to, you know, there are, so there are people who would, if we had a bunch of Aussies on the same, uh, well, you yeah. know, they would they would be respect respect the challenge piece. But we're not right? playing the challenge. <laughs> That's no, you're the right. Thing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. But uh Remember, Jonathan carried his tribe pre-merge, like literally carried. Yes. Uh, you know, so it's good to have a guy like that on your team. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Win how, many ta- how many things did he win, though, is my point. He won twice, and the one time he won, he went against one other person. Right. Oh, so he did not kick portion. ass. Like he's No. Just but because he, he looks like I it. I would like argue that. that he won every single one of the team challenges, though. Yeah, I mean, he was instrumental in a lot of those, for sure. Yeah. For sure. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say something about him winning twice, I was, maybe. Okay. I was. Oh, how about this? It's maybe become more hospitable for Challenge Beasts in the first part part of the game, because I do feel like that was uh, a common vote-out strategy early on. We're like, we got to get this big guy out. Yeah. Now they're like, we got to keep him. There is a lot of let's keep the tribe strong, because having a Challenge Beast in the first portion of the game is a lot more helpful than in the yep. second portion of the game. So you just got to be able to flip that switch once it goes in the individual game. And I don't know. You got to be a puzzle beast. Somebody should brand themselves as a puzzle <laughs> beast, but then they'll get voted out. Well, that's why I actually, and I've said this before on No Bus, it's like I actually thought Lindsay was more of a challenge beast than Jonathan in the sense that she's mm-hmm. incredibly physical. Okay, no one's ever going to be as physical as him, but like she's damn good. And then she also seems a lot yep. better at that uh, at puzzles and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, all right, next one here from Jaden. If you could choose one food other than pizza for the surprise <laughs> reunion, what would it be? Uh, and this would be a perfect time to talk about the after show here, too. Mm. But uh, to answer Jaden's question, Probst is saying, all right, let's bring in uh, let's bring in some pizza. Let's bring in some champagne. And then what, Trey? Are you like, yes. Chicken wings with a variety <laughs> of sauces. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. It's already messy with yeah. people walking in here. Yeah, you're going to be filthy anyways. But I, I was trying to think of... What's a food I could eat a ton of and not feel absolutely terrible at okay, the end of okay, it? So if I'm okay. just eating straight up chicken wings, 
I think I'll survive okay. more than putting in like, because like Mike said he ate three pizzas last night. He said they were also all pineapple pizzas. That's just a lot of bread to be putting yeah. in. You're going to fill up. Yeah. You're going to feel very uh, backed up, if you will. You might get a little grease bomb in your belly from some chicken wings, but I would risk it. Okay. Yeah. He, he mean, so in theory, he ate a ton on day 26. They had yeah. breakfast. Right. Where it looked like he ate a ton. Mary Ann was like, I think I'm full. And he's like, we got pancakes still. <laughs> Don't stop eating. We got to yeah. finish these pancakes. And then he had that, uh, that the, the pizzas at the end. I mean, he just had a lot there on that final day. But what, what yeah. are you picking, J.D.? Uh, I'm picking sushi. Oh, that's a because, good one. Really good answer. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just easy. You could just pluck it up with a, your fingers. It's fish. It's semi-healthy, you know. And you're not going to feel gross. You're not going to. You can eat a lot of sushi yes. and not feel like you're the same that yeah. you feel after three pizzas. That's a good call. Uh, another option: Australian meat pies. They're Ooh. they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, you, you can, can eat them with your hands. Hand, yep. And uh, you know, it's just a, a savory treat after 26 days of not eating. Yes. So and it goes great with beer. Oh my god! Like a nice ice cold beer. Forget the champagne. I mean, the champagne, sure, for the toast or whatever, but. You know, let's get the Victoria Bitter in here and a nice Australian meat pie. Shout out to Lee Ellis. Put some brown sauce on that maybe and just (laughs) shove it in your face. That's a great answer. Both of those, the sushi and that. Um, But then if you didn't have champagne, you wanted the beer, we would miss that one shot of that guy. (laughs) Oh, I love that guy. Scimitar. Yes. Wow, that guy just is like, this is my three seconds of fame. I'm going to pull this Jeff, if you put me on there, I will pop that bottle for you. Do do worry. Um, what did what did you think of the the after show here? Our second one on location. Um, th- you know, any thoughts on it? Are you a fan of it? And it sounds like this is also staying. This is what Propes is leaning towards. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. It was. Bo- uh, it was. Whole, it, was it was boring. This one was, it was boring. very boring. Yeah. I, I to me, it's like. The last half hour is inessential until you get to seeing what it's going to look like for the next season totally. of Survivor. Um, I don't know if I like it more or less. Uh, yeah, because the, the truth right is there. the uh, I like the, the reaction in- for sure. Yeah. Where Jonathan's like, "They going to read it here?" I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh, you're joking. Oh, you are going to read it here. That was exciting, yeah. but um, obviously that's not going to be the case anymore because they're going to be expecting it. But I don't know. It feels like it feels like doing it right after the show ends, reading the votes there. You should get a little bit more raw takes from the contestants, yeah. but they also aren't getting a chance to like see how the season actually no, transpired. Yeah. They're still just in their own blinders. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? I agree. I think it was I do like that they reveal the the winner right then and there because yeah. it's yeah. just there's all so much build up to it. It's a three hour show for them even like it's just a visceral a more visceral reaction, I think. Um you know, and they're still on the set of the sh- game show that they've won. So let's let's let them win. I think they should have all that. Do five minutes, five minutes of you know basking in the afterglow. Bring out the uh, bring out the champagne. Let's hold off on the sushi and pizza for now, yeah. right? Until we're off the air. And then the next week, do like a Real Housewives or the Bachelor style of reunion show, right? It's amazing Where they don't do this. I, I, it's just, it's a no-brainer, and it doesn't even have to be live. Like, just no. shoot it for three hours and then cut out all the good stuff, because that's what we're missing. We're missing, I, I, I like to see them a year later when they put the weight back on and they're, you know, all dulled up and all gussied up and stuff, and... Uh, uh, and they've had a chance to react to how the audiences react 
reacted to them. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, we were discussing before the show started about, you know, Mike finding out that that Omar, it was a great lie. And he's like telling him hi was treating him like a puppet when really it was Omar. Like, I want to know how Mike feels about that. And just like all of that stuff. And and, uh, you know, apparently Marianne has a boyfriend now. Hey, let's get a shot of him in the audience. I mean, that'd be great. Like. I don't know. That, I, I think that that, uh, that would be a better experience as a viewer. But uh, I understand that they did it this way uh, for COVID and stuff. And yeah. as you say, Jeff says it's here to stay. You know, th- the good thing about it from their point of view is that it's done. It's out of the way. They don't have to worry <laughs> yeah, about totally. it. Uh, and it, it, they can edit it and make it make it look good and you know who knows how long that actually was so yeah I, i'm with you though if if you're gonna continue with this you're gonna read the votes on the island that's fine then shorten it up give us like let's let's take a break come back and talk about it for whatever 10 minutes the the key points and mm-hmm. then you wrap up the show and then a week or two later and i think rob Sessner, you know has said this too yeah why isn't there like a bravo like show where probes i mean God, wouldn't he love this to oh be the goodness. Andy? How world? have they not done this? How have man? they not done it? They do three one-hour shows of reunions for a house, and they're bigger than any of the episodes. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Reunions are lit, yeah, buddy. Uh, I love this idea now, JD. We gotta. <laughs> Sorry to Jeff, but I think Andy Cohen needs to host. Oh wow, okay. I, 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 he, he I agree. It I mean, no offense to Probst, Mr. Jeff, but it might be good to get somebody else, a different Uh, perspective. We've done that before, if you remember. Rosie O'Donnell once hosted one of these after shows, and uh, Brian Gumbel, I think, once hosted one of We're talking way Yeah, that's way, way, That was a bad idea. It didn't go Andy Cohen would be great. Andy Cohen would be better. We'll we'll do it. Let no buffs do it. Let Jason Conception do it. He'd be great at it. Yeah, um, it should be your skates. You should. <laughs> okay, good. All right, probes. I'll do it. Uh, I love that. I love that idea, though. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you also on the like. Hold off on the food out there. Like, what? <laughs> what, what? Like, there, he also like probes throws to breaks. He's like, all right, we're gonna take a break, and yeah. when we come back, we'll talk about so and so. Yeah, Omer will decide which animal all of you are. <laughs> right. Eat the pizza during the break. I no, did that part to see them eating the pizza. Decision, but. <laughs> Uh, okay, next one, Zachary A. Oh, I got in another one. You did it, Zach. Good stuff. Let it go, Zach. Now that we are eight seasons into the final four fire-making twist, which position is the most advantageous? He doesn't mean uh, the, the blue flag or the orange flag. Though there was a lot of debate about that, I remember, back in the day. Right? Um, four winners, one fire. Three winners were taken to the final three. And two winners won the final four immunity. Chris won immunity and the fire uh, in his season there. Um, so you know it's pretty e- somewhat evenly Seems spread fair, yeah. out here. But what would I mean? What are your thoughts on the fire making twist? I mean, it looks like that's staying as well. And and what is the move? I know it's sort of all dependent on who's playing and your, yeah, your that's the thing to yeah. me. A hundred percent depends on your standing in the game because if you're losing. You've got a chance to pull a Chris, right? And like say, I'm going in the fire here. I'm going to win my way to final tribal council. This is going to be a cool, flashy move for me. If you're winning the game, you take the two people who are doing the best and might be able to beat you. Say, duke it out. I'm only going against one of you. Yeah. So it really depends on what you're doing. And that's why we see a pretty fair distribution, I think. Four, three, and two. Obviously, I would want to win the Final Four immunity. I, I would rather have all choices, right? Yes. Because if you win that Final Four immunity, you can just play it straight. You're taking one person with you. I'm putting the two biggest threats in there. 
duke it out, or you can say, I need a move here. Yeah. I need one more flashy move. I'm going in fire, Chris style, winning it, and then winning uh, the final tribal council. So I do like it, and I do like that it's sticking around because you have one more big decision to make. Yeah. And, I mean, for two people making fire, it's incredibly entertaining. It is. I, I can't believe I really have – I mean, there's been the odd dud and stuff like that, but yeah. for the most part – they edited it together where you're like, whoa, whoa. Like you were saying, yep. probe saying, oh, you like a little bit of stuff. embers on the on the rope. You're like, oh, yeah. you're getting close, <laughs> but maybe not. Yeah. Uh, so, JD, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, exactly the same as okay. Trey. I mean, and I, I can't imagine not putting myself in the fire making. I would never feel safe enough. I would never trust the jury th- that much. I would just lay it all out. I'm making fire. I don't care. Really? Like, yeah. I would. Wow. That feels easy to good? say. Yeah, I mean. You good? You good with No, the, uh, I, don't, with I don't even know, but it's for a million dollars, right? So it's just a- Yeah, it's for a million dollars. You're saying, I'm going to go in the fire instead of at least sitting there to make my case for a million dollars. But I, if I, I wouldn't be able to just sit there and let two people be impressive. Do you know what I mean? When it's a chance for me to shine, it's also a chance for me to fall flat on my face. But again- I, I don't feel like I would be putting all everything on the table unless I put myself in fire. Yeah, but I think as this continues, we see the fire making Final Four, I think it becomes less and less impressive in a way. Like, I don't think it's as big a deal as it maybe was when it was first on the scene. The right. First couple of seasons. Like, so what? You made a fucking fire. Like, you know, I just kicked your ass in all the other aspects of this game, right? I'm just yeah. like trying to put myself in a position where, like, right. no, I'm not, I'm not getting my, my, you know, you talk about the do or die twist sucking. Well, I'm just going to come down and whether and I can make a fire faster than you. Like, I mean, right now it's still a big deal, a big move, you want to call it that, but it's I don't the, know it's if that's the act stay that itself, way. though. It's the act itself to put myself on the line. I'm that confident. I'm that. Yeah, I guess. You know, you're and that, then it, yeah. it, it, because if you're going to lose anyway, like I would. I would much rather be Jonathan if I'm losing, regardless. I'd much rather be Jonathan not voted out. I yeah, lost because that's of the fire. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, that's so. And we've seen some big, big, you know, popular players, people that may have won the game, not Jonathan, right. but other players that go out at the four. And yeah, it's like, damn, I wasn't voted out, but I was forced out because I can't make fire. Yeah. And yeah, on right, the spectrum between Marianne and Romeo, I'm much closer to Romeo. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be at the bottom most of the time. <laughs> so you're saying, okay, well, you're okay. Mic, so you're putting man, yourself you're in, in that position. Well, yeah, you're I'm, playing this hypothetical season out yeah. that you are going to be looked at maybe more as a goat, so you'll need yes. that. Okay, okay, that's you know. fair. fair. <laughs> uh, oh, Oh, you're so so old, and it's, we're so impressed that you're able to carry on a conversation with uh, with us, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Great. Do you think? Uh, well, you're not his age. Not well. Not quite. Not not quite. But you know, they are like talking about how cool Mike is. Yeah. With the kid, you're ten times cooler than Mike. Oh, thank you. You really thank are. You very much. So you really should get on Survivor. You really uh, I can really rap with the kids, yeah. man. You are. Hey, gang. I don't know, Mike, but I Guys want to make a shelter? <laughs> hey, with the fire-making challenge, can you do this? All right, I thought about this. Because I already gave Light you Light your beard on fire? No, yes, no, not the it, man. They never said you couldn't. Yeah, you're right. You can do the beard. Okay. And I already gave my tip. I think you should be practicing on like a... On a pedestal. On a something. pedestal or something. Something like that's going to be more similar to the actual challenge. You know what you're going to be doing. You're going to be... How you're going to be sitting. Um, can I... Can I take... The coconut husk, some of it. It's very stringy, right? Yeah, like, it looks like, like you could separate it. Can I take my then longer 
uh, sticks of wood. Can I make a teepee real quick? Interesting. All right. Whip together a quick teepee. Like, obviously, you're not putting a lot of time and effort into it, but I think if you wrap the, the corn husk around, like it's string, got like tie the top three, together, four, five, yeah, sure. you get a little, uh, yeah. little teepee going. Uh, and then obviously get to work and start your fire, but then to have that to place on top. Oh, for sure. I think you could. Mm. I think that they, as long as you're not like taking your fire and reaching it up. Right. Yeah. I think they would be fine with that. Yeah. If you like, if you like kind of pre-planned how your oh, structure was going to work. Yeah. It would but be, man, it would work. It would work. It would. But you would be like so nervous. Yeah. Like oh, you're yeah. there just fiddling with wood and you're seeing the other person. Yeah, no, you're right. Getting a little fire going. But it's like, cool. I mean, even Mike, I guess his whole plan was, I'm just going to chuck everything on yeah. here. Yeah. And it, 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 worked. it worked. It did work. But well, he, said in his, um, height, he said in his exit interview, he's like, I knew it was pine. And Jonathan seemed to be a little taken aback because he had been practicing, obviously, with slightly wet sticks back at camp. And he couldn't get his fire going as good. But he's like, I know pine burns. So I just threw as much on there as oh, I possibly could. Oh, well, he's a fireman. He knew that little trick there. Oh, Firebrain. Wow. Yep. Good stuff. Okay. We got a lot of thoughts. Study on your woods movie. before you go. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> wow, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. That would impress rocks, right? Wouldn't it? Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> when Marianne mentioned that she was intentionally scaling those fish, he was like, damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> that, was okay. a, that was a weird part of the final tribal council, that the physical questioning mm. part. I always took the physical part to be more about the challenge aspect yeah. of the game, but they really leaned into the physical part. More as the uh, the island life, right? Because Marianne was saying sure. palm fronds and the scaling of the fish, yeah. and Mike was building of the shelter, and then Romeo was his was more. Uh, you know, I don't camp at all, but I learned how to swim, which is pretty crazy. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Got a couple more here. Why not? This is our final episode sure. of the season. Uh, Doug. Ah, oh, Doug. This is. A, I mean, this is a battle between Zach and Doug. Mm. This is a go back to the final two. Who gets the win here? Actually, Doug and Zach in a fire-making contest. Let's uh, let's do that on next week's uh, No Buffs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Send in a video of yourself making a fire. You don't know how fast the other we'll guy's going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right. But I will say, um, I'm giving points to Zach here. He's in the live tribe right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Where you at, uh -huh. Doug? Show your face. Come on, Doug. Okay, Doug wrote in, though, or he tweeted in, uh, if you could bring back one element from old finale episodes, what would it be? For example... Solo jury speeches. Mm -hmm. Okay, I would add to that. He didn't add it. The the um, what would you call it? Like the intro from the from like the final opening three. Statement, opening statement. Of? Thank you. That's why yeah, yeah. they got rid of that. Apparently. Okay. Uh, back to Doug. Final endurance challenges. Final two instead of a final three. Going way way mm -hmm. back. Or even the old rites of passage. Ooh, where we go and we go and remember everyone. That's a no for me, Doug. Okay, yeah. okay not a fan of that. Uh, but Doug wants to know, what are you bringing back? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. They're like, I never met you, but uh, you were out here for three days. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We're all out here. Yeah. Um, okay, well, which one? Which one do you want to see back then, or something else that Doug didn't mention? I do love a final endurance challenge. Like, so do I. actually, yeah, so do I. Mike dropping the ball in some motion to me was very similar to Rudy season one, taking his hand off the idol uh, in hands on a hard yeah. idol, yep. just in the midst of like changing yep. positions. That was cool. I would love to see them bring it back. And I think I would be okay with the final two uh, as a twist. Yep. Like if we didn't know yep. about it ahead of time, I think the final three is probably a little better 
all things considered, because, you know, there's usually going to be one person who's not going to win. And maybe that's the case with most final twos. But I think if uh, they were going into the season expecting it to be a final three, Jeff hit them with a, we're actually going to a final two this time. That would, that would be major. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. JD? Uh, I want to see the jury liquored up a little more. You know what I mean? Little, little test. I want some scenes. It's. I find this to be the cringiest part of the season in general. The, the cross examinations and the the groveling. Right. That's. It, it, there's a lot of that, and you know, uh, I felt like I was very, I was very squirmy when. Romeo was kind of squirming when High was confronting him. What, what about when you you threw my name out there and all that stuff? Um, but I just if just amp it up even more. You know, we we mentioned Andy Cohen earlier. Bring that Andy Cohen bar right on to tribal <laughs> council. Do a shot and just let's you know because yeah, you know, <laughs> we've had uh, we you know just. It just makes for a more entertaining. And if we're gonna cringe, we might as well cringe. And let's just let's get messy. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, like, what'd you think about when I think it was Omer questioning Mike about his integrity? Right, he kicked off that. We knew that was coming, and he got into it. And then Mike was start. He was starting to get dragged for yeah. not owning it. Like everybody started piling on. And then you have I think it was Drea. Like, it was Drea stuck up for him? Like sort of stepped in. Yeah, I, I do like the the self policing that goes yeah. on. And like uh, Drea was great to have on the jury from Drea. a like she was alley open for Marianne. She was alley open for Mike. I thought it was like nice to have her there to like kind of guide them down the path of yeah. the answers that they were looking for. Yeah. Okay. But final two, you liked uh, a little twist there, and you want them more liquored up. Yeah, more liquored That's up. JD's <laughs> answer to this, and Jeff too. Have a few pops, Jeff. Come on. Oh, wow. I don't know. Let's get messy. He's talking about having a mullet during uh, I know. the reunion yeah. show last Thought night. Of, I realized his hair was exactly Lee Ellis's hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have wow. grabbed a screen grab yeah. of it and split screen Very it. Very similar. Yeah. So. Okay. One thing they did bring back, though, was the juries talking about the final contestants before they actually went to final tribal council. Love that. Which was very cool because it kind of gives you like a preview of the questions you're going to hear and you actually get a little bit of a sense of how they're feeling about them heading into final tribal council. That was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah, sure. and especially because in years prior, that would have just been the contestants saying, well, I made it all the way to the end. Yes. I've done what I can do. Mm-hmm. I really grew as a player. It's like, okay, they all say the sort of the same thing, but... They were like editing alongside the jury saying what I want to hear tonight or here's what I sort of think of this person or here's where yep. they may be. I love that. I, I agree. So that keep that. Uh, final one here, Tree Mail. Josh, I recently learned Jeff Probst is the stepdad to Mark Paul Gosselar. Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> um, Mark Paul Gosselar's children. Hold on. His name's Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Okay? Which made me picture Zach Morris out on the island. Hmm. My question is. Which 90s star would be the best Survivor contestant, or which 90s TV character would be the best Survivor cast member? Hmm. So just so everybody has that clear, Jeff Probst is apparently the stepdad <laughs> to Zach Morris's, Mark Paul Gosselar's. Now uh, forgive me, children. who is Zach Morris? Saved by the, Saved bell. By the bell. Yeah, never seen a you, single episode. You don't know who Zach Morris is? I do not. Wow, I take back everything I said about you getting along with the kids out there. Are you serious? Yeah, never, never seen an episode. That's. Do you know Screeches? I've heard of Screech. I've heard of Screech. <laughs> I've heard of Screech. I've heard of Saved by the Bell, okay. but I have never okay. seen a single episode. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. That's surprising. 
It's, okay. a, it's a blind spot for me, okay, for sure. Yeah, hey, yeah. look. We all, we all if it. I ever go on Survivor, I'll marathon <laughs> <laughs> all of Saved by the Bell. I hope it doesn't come up. <laughs> yeah, you better, you yeah. better hope Jesse, six Jesse Soprano is not out there. <laughs> uh, okay, well, but the question is a fun one. Yeah, 90s star uh, or 90s TV character that you'd like to see out on the island? <laughs> Uh, Steve Urkel. Yeah, that's yeah, a very that's popular a answer. Steve Urkel would be track. great. Uh, he plays the annoying nerd during the first uh, team-based portion of the challenges, but then he switches to Stefan Urkel when or, it comes no, to the individual. Or the he part. does that at the final travel council. Oh, Because that's what we've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, yes. Plays the dork, plays the, oh, he's always dropping things, never wins anything, and then at the end turns into Stefan Oh okay, man, he's like, uh, I would just like love to cool. hear Steve anytime he masterminds <laughs> a blind side. Did I do that? It's good. It's good. Man. I've had you wrote "Did I do that?" on a note at my house like months ago, and it's still <laughs> it's still on the fridge. Why did I write that on a note? I don't know. I don't know. I the girls were the wearing kids. glasses. Yeah, you yeah. know, they were looking like Steve Urkel. Don't worry, JD. The kids don't know who Steve Urkel is, so you don't need to catch That's up. That's true. I dropped that reference. Can I, I do no that? Plot. Okay. What do, you, what do you got then, JD? Do you know any shows from the 90s? <laughs> Some, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so is it the character or the actor? Or uh, either or. or. Your call. Yeah, either or. Okay. Uh, the character I would like to see is Frasier. Cool. Just because I think that he would have a Cochrane-esque journey. You know, he mm. would get on the island, right, be right. super stiff. He'd have a cardigan around, just wrapped <laughs> yeah, around. He'd have a great outfit. For yeah, sure. yeah. And then he would, you know, fall into the depths of despair, horribly sunburned, you know, not just fumbling <laughs> around and just being useless. But then I think he'll, he would rise to the yeah, occasion. Yeah, the gift and, of gab, and, for Yes, sure. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I think Frasier would be good. The other, the other one was uh, Xena. I'd like to see out there. You know, <laughs> born in the, forged in the heat of battle, Xena, warrior princess. She would do well. Another one. Uh, this is a deep cut. Uh, Matthew Fox from Party of Five. So not we've from lost. Not from lost. <laughs> oh, wow. So Charlie Salinger's back on the island. With, yeah, his character, but. It, He's easy to, easy to picture on the island because it's Matthew Fox, but the character would be uh, Charlie Salinger. So would it be? He'd be very moody for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, Jack always wanted to go back to the island, so at <laughs> yeah. least Matthew Fox would get a good chance to be back on the island again. And I think that's what happens with Survivor players. They all all they want to do is get back. Oh, they you know gotta what I mean? go back. I, like I see Rick Devins and all the everybody uh, on Twitter and it's just like oh these poor bastards like I'm enjoying this and I would love to try it but these guys all they want to do is go back oh, yeah. it feels like that anyways it's just I would do anything to go back to that island we gotta but, go back uh, I mean, Jonathan, the monster I guess yeah, exactly right yeah. Jonathan was like he got voted out and in his confessional he's like invite me back I'm coming back <laughs> <laughs> I might not even leave <laughs> he probably will got enough toggle shirts yeah <laughs> what uh, about his outfit it's like he, it's like he didn't even change I know. coming off the beach I just assume he just wears that 
day to day now. Like he, you know, he's just it's uh, May twenty sixth. He's walking around Tuscaloosa, Alabama, toggle neck t shirt on. <laughs> Is that what you call it? It's a toggle. I don't know. I don't it know. Those are toggles. Those are toggles. Said five times to me today, and I'm like, is that a thing? Like, you know, way more about fashion than I do. Yeah. Like, is a toggle, a toggle necklace, or a toggle T-shirt? I don't know. It's like a, it looks like a smock to me. Yeah, like, yeah, it's you know smocky. what I mean. Yeah, but uh, is it is it his? Like Rupert has a tie dye. He has to wear this now. Yeah, like, it does right. feel like that way. Yeah. It's a bit of a uniform at this yeah. point. Uh, well, would he, would he have worn it to the? Like uh, the old mm. version where we're in L.A. and and doing the uh, after show or the live vote read. Uh, Great question. See, that's yeah. what we need I to know. That's what yes. we need to know. I, can you imagine him in a suit, just showing up in a suit? That would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, I'd love would to be see weird, that. Man. I would love to see it. I'd love to see him do the monkey walk in a suit. And rip, it, <laughs> and rip the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take... Uh, Let's take our final break. And when we come back, uh, we will look ahead to Survivor 43. Yes, we've got the promo. Uh, and we can, uh, you know, wrap up our thoughts on Survivor 42. Maybe get hear from these guys where they rank this season all time. So don't go anywhere. Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers. I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that, yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my God, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mack Weldon, though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air-knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the Silver Peak Polo. Everything fits perfectly. All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Okay, let's start wrapping up our final episode of No Bus for Survivor 42. Did you guys have any other uh, thoughts? or? Fu- oh, my God, are you? No, that's good. That's good. Uh, oh, this is your move now. One, yeah, one in, one yeah. Out. I had to go full in with Jason so I could actually hear him. But here, mm. with us talking... Just going one pure canal. Oh, okay. Yep. For the listeners, we're talking once yeah. again about Trey's uh, earbuds. I had a little uh, issue on this morning's notes. Yeah, I get new canals. Yeah, you do. My canals are <laughs> you know. missized. Yeah, they are. Uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts on uh, Survivor 42 and where it, where it falls in your rankings and Marianne is a winner and any other notes you had from last night's episode? What did Jason say? Bottom of the top third? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if that means somewhere in like the 15 to 20 range i think that's about right uh i was liking season 41 more than i liked season 42 until last night i think it really saved it getting a unique winner in marianne a surprising winner Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and some cool gameplay at the end you don't see like a move made at tribal council the final tribal council so uh seeing that i put 42 ahead of 41 very similar seasons i mean the beats were almost the exact same, yeah. and you could even argue that the archetypes of the characters that were going out were kind of the same at the same time as well. But uh, I ended up enjoying it, and you know, I think uh, a very cool winner. I think the winner really saves this season. I think we'll look back and say that Marianne as a winner better than the season yeah. as a whole. Okay, I was a little disappointed last night, JD, that uh, we didn't get a weird moment where Marianne says. I'm the first Canadian to ever win yeah. Survivor, and then props would have to go. Well, actually, uh, we did 41, and a, and a female Canadian won that one as well. So yeah. you're actually the second. I would have loved to see a reaction, but instead that never came up. No, they don't want to point out that the Canadians are dominating this game. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're taking over. We are, we're yeah. well. There's only one, I think, in the next season. That's what the uh, oh, live really? tribe is saying. Yes, one Canadian in Survivor 43. Okay, so well. there's still a chance. Keep the streak alive, but yeah, I mean. Listen, we're good. We're very, very good. <laughs> we blend in. Yeah, we'll right? Oh, That's right. Good point. It's very I mean, we're here. We've been era. living here for what? Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> People never notice. People haven't said anything. <laughs> here in America. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but what did, what did you think and where do you rank this? Overall? Yeah, I, uh, well, I don't, I'm not even going to bother trying to rank it because the last season of Survivor I saw was always the best. Oh, uh, there it all, is. It's oh, yeah. always like, it's a recency bias, sure. I But I will say that I did enjoy this one more than 41. I enjoyed 41, but I, as you say, Trey, almost beat for beat, it was the same show, right up to the the do or die failing miserably, mm-hmm. thankfully. You know, it, it was basically the same, uh, but I, but it was tighter. It, they they made improvements. Mm-hmm. They they little tweaks here and there that I really appreciated. And I think I love the the 41 cast, but 42 cast, I really, really, uh, I was rooting for literally everybody. When, when, when Lindsay was on her run, you know, she got the advantage and she did all, you know, she was, 
it felt like she may win that challenge. I was rooting for Lindsay, and I wasn't really rooting for her before. And then when Mike started killing it on the puzzle, I was like, yes, go Mike. You know, like there was nobody. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I wasn't really rooting for uh, uh, Romeo, obviously, but uh, all of them, I was just like, great. This is awesome. I mean, Omer, I was definitely rooting for from, you know, the merge, at least. I loved him as a player. Um but so when he left, you know, I was heartbroken. I I would say, <laughs> just devastated, really. <laughs> but uh, but no, I was I was I was thrilled with uh, thrilled with the winner. Everything you said, Trey. Plus she's Canadian, which huh. is just yeah, just the icing on the cake or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, it was a great season. I hope they go back to thirty nine days though. Well, I don't think that's happening. Well, that's a mistake. Why do you want to go back to 39 days? What what would be your, like, we have to? I think that they have more content. I've said this before. I, I felt like they were scrambling for storylines. And I, I just, really? I thought so, yeah. A little bit. And I just think it's a more of an endurance thing, you know? Uh, 26 days, I know how hard, it's so hard. Like you said, Mike lost 32 pounds. 39 days, harder. Yes, yeah, for agree, sure. you know? agree. And it, it's just, and they, they, you want the suffering still. I want the suffering, but not as, I want it to be longer, but not as much. Do you know what I mean? Because it's 26 days, they're like, it's going to be 26 days, but no food. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't really love that because it's just, I don't think, I want people playing. I want them suffering, but not that much. And I think it really affects gameplay. There's a lot of emotion. I know that everybody wants to see everybody cry. When when Jeff asked, who who out here cried? You know, everybody, like, everybody, yeah. everybody cried. It was just like, can you imagine Tyson putting up his hand going, yeah, I cried. No, he didn't. It was like, <laughs> like funny. you know, it, it, it's just, uh, it's too hard, but not hard enough if that makes makes sense. I See, I'm not sure I agree. I, I Yeah. The 26, it does accelerate their strategic gameplay and that they're like having to like think quicker on their feet, make decisions, go with it. I'll deal with the repercussions later. I think, you know, when you have so much more time in between votes, that can be good, but it can also be bad, I think. Like uh, (laughs) it can get more majority going away because you have more time to figure it out. I don't know. I I have really no issues with it 26 because I don't think it's had any effect on the actual product we're seeing. I think I definitely haven't felt like, oh my God. Uh, what are they? They got nothing for this episode. These were all pretty from front to back, entertaining episodes. They go back to thirty nine days. We bring back the loved ones visit, which was sorely missed. Okay, well that's because of COVID, but yes, right. But if they are, they still going to do a loved ones visit after twenty six days or whatever is twenty days? It's like, oh great, my kids. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not missing my kids at twenty days. Right. I'll tell you that right now. Right. 30 days, yes. <laughs> wow, that's that's when it hits. <laughs> eh, it's around 25, so, you know, okay, okay. I'll those five days are be brutal. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, I think it's just more spread out. I think there's more storylines to pick from. I think it, it just makes for a better product. Like this whole thing of, well, we're down to five. We're, we're going to put you in the middle of the night at a totally different camp. We're just going to strew, all of your shit's going to be strewn all over the place. You know, uh, they came back and there's like shit hanging from the yeah, trees yeah. and stuff. <laughs> What's the purpose of that? We, we, as an audience, we didn't see any, any, it didn't make a difference at no, all. So why, why bother with that stuff? It's just a lot of like, 
oh, it's so much, so much shorter, so let's make it harder. Let's let's get bring the shillelagh of time in here. You know, what I mean? there's more pressure to make it mix it up and make it harder. And mm-hmm. it's just here's how you make it harder: make it longer, make it 39 days. Well, that's this, what I think. This cast was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the like from just. First boot to the winner. I mean, there are not a lot of duds, not too many no. duds, where it feels like in some seasons, even 41, I think there were like, and it was a pretty good overall cast. It was a really good cast. We had a, we had a great pre-merge cast for yeah. season 41. We did, we did. Um, but I think this one was was really awesome. I think we went through a lot of the people that I think we will see back. I think there could be five or six people back, mm-hmm. like if you're going to include Marianne in, a, in another, you know, winner coming back. Like, I'd be shocked if she's not back at some point in some version of this show. So I thought it was good. I think uh, to rank it, you know, always difficult to do. It's not the best, by far from the yeah. worst. So it's somewhere, yeah, for me in the middle and it was helped out by the victory from Marianne mm-hmm. last night I think if Mike wins uh, I think it's down a couple more spots but in the same ballpark yeah and they're all great seasons even the worst season of Survivor exactly season 39 <laughs> is uh, <laughs> season still better than most uh, most television um, Survivor 43 mm-hmm. we get the promo what can I tell you about it there's new people a brand new cast it is going <laughs> nice. to be 26 days I again Oh, for sure. That's confirmed. Oh, this is 26. 26. Probes is basically saying we're not going 39, man. Like, Damn I, it, I am not being out there for a month. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's the other thing. Did he's you like, see my hair? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it it sounds like they're keeping the shorter production Fine, schedule. give us another season then. <laughs> you want three seasons? Yes, why not? We're gonna, how long we got to wait for this thing? <laughs> we can play well, over we're the coming summer. in the fall, JD. Okay. They're, yeah, they're, but they did. just, I think they are getting very close to wrapping up. Filming a 43. Mm. Uh, and then they'll start 44 here soon. And then in the fall, we'll see 43. Okay. Okay. And here's what we know. We, we, uh, got some, what appears to be some, some other great characters. Got a, We got a very long beard. Maybe we'll see the final oh, four yeah, fire making thing. Uh, put that, <laughs> put that beard in the fire. Um, we don't know any of their names, right? I don't think we do at this point. I don't, I don't think, think so. Uh, what else do we know? We know the, th- the logo is an octopus. There's an octopus on it. That looks cool. It's cool. Yeah. So if 42 was unlock your mind, <laughs> Which I came up with. Uh, what is forty-three with the octopus? Uh, Somebody said in the live tribe, "Arm yourself." Ooh, that's pretty good. So, well, I was thinking of like uh, uh, an octopus can like slide mm, into mm-hmm. small crevices and cracks. Yes. Like, yes. So, I don't know. I couldn't think of the tagline though. Stay, stay, stay loose. <laughs> stay flexible. I yes. Guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Stay flexible. <laughs> Inky, something with ink. Is there Maybe. something to do with ink? Sure. <laughs> Stay inky. Stay. <laughs> what is this, uh, Pac-Man? <laughs> Stinky inky. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's really all we know. They need. A, we need to bring back the subtitles. Oh, you don't like Survivor? Just straight up. 43. I don't like the 43, 44. Uh, I need something to sink my teeth in. Something that's gonna hook me. Nothing really hooked me. I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. It's the same. It's the same again, which is fine. Yep. But it's just like... So even if they had called it Survivor 41, Shillelagh of Time. Yes. Survivor 42, do or die. Right. Like, you just want that. I want that to go, hmm, what do they mean by that? Does that mean mean ghosts are going to be playing in do or die? (laughs) We were talking before the show, like, when when Blood and Water, uh, Blood versus Water first came out, the promo, there was nothing. There was water, and then there... Blood mm-hmm. spilling yeah. into it. it that was the it promo. Was cool. It was great. And it just said, blood, survivor, blood versus water. Oh, you're like, Jesus. It was just like, what, what do they mean by that? And we were just <laughs> wondering. Surgeons versus lifeguards? What? 
And then there's the hook. I mean, and the hooks never last longer than three episodes. Oh, that's really. the thing. Probes like you know just really always drives it home. Oh, you're a, you're a beauty. <laughs> oh, you're a beast. Yeah, but they do how that. Did, how does that no feel? Collar. How yeah. did they not have Jonathan on no collar? Yeah, <laughs> right. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. But but that's the thing. They 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 pigeonhole people into characters, anyways. I mean, Romeo was a pageant guy, and they, they were they. Every you could tell that they were just milking him. Like if this was a pageant, like uh, what would you what would you tell the women that you work <laughs> yeah, with? Yeah. Or like or tell us in terms of a pageant, like what, what you know what would it mean winning Survivor? Well, I'm gonna be Mister Survivor. Yeah. And I'm gonna wear a tiara on my head. It's like okay, fine. Like just grant, just put them into tribes like that. You know, like. But you I just sounds like you just want it for the brand. I want it for the marketing because I, uh, I you know. Skates, you said it before, like, people, the the Survivor fans are the Survivor fans. We know this. They're always going to watch yeah, no matter what. So it's like, <laughs> all right, why come up with a with a, a topic, with a subtitle or a, a, a concept anymore? But uh, I don't know. I, it helps to rope me in. I think what we're saying are sort of two, like, well, I think we're getting to the same thing. But what we're saying is we don't need to have beauty versus brawn versus mm-hmm. brains because then what you're doing I think has been proven like, well, now we got to find so many bronze and we got to find so many beauties right. and you're probably leaving so many great, uh, right. potential players, you know, on the cutting room floor because yeah. they don't fit into one of these weird boxes that you've come up with. Right. But we do just want a name for it. Like just exactly. have a brand new cast. Yeah. Totally cool. Yeah. These were incredible casting jobs on yep. 41 and 42, but just give us, uh, the tiniest, be it, be it. They could have literally picked one of those, uh, twist that they had in this game and just slapped it on there right. for whatever reason we'd be going wow survive 42 do or die like yeah well in this case we wouldn't know what it meant but like 41 we wouldn't sure. know if we were like what the hell does that mean yeah. somebody's gonna die like, <laughs> that's crazy yeah i mean i will sometimes it works like with blue blue collar red uh what was it blue, blue collar, collar white collar, collar no collar <laughs> whatever that is yeah but it was hilarious how people would just sort of pigeonhole themselves into that it's like the prison stanford experiment yeah you know what i mean like it was just like well i'm blue collar so this is how we're gonna run our tribe yeah david versus goliath yeah exactly it's like i'm a i'm or even the bronze beauty brains it's like oh i'm the smart one so i better we better play this game smart you (laughs) know what i mean like that part of it is kind of interesting to me but yeah you're you're right it's just i just want something to sink my teeth into survivor 43 shot in the dark (laughs) It sounds good, honestly. Sure. It does sound good. It sounds yeah. great. There's a lot of twists. Yeah. Survivor, 44, Shipwheel Island. There you go. Done. Got exactly. to go there. <laughs> Why not? Cool. Got a right. name now. Well, we'll be watching regardless uh, Survivor 43 and the cast from what we can tell in, what, 90 seconds. I was hooked. I was like, damn, we got some, appears to be some great characters got here, some too. some characters, they're, for they're, sure. They're talking to me. They're talking in their confessional to me how pumped they are and how they're going to win this game. I believe them. So, uh, you know, we'll be back for uh, Survivor 43 Octopus as Min Power just <laughs> Octopussy. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. That's great. That's great. Um, okay. Any other thoughts? I think we could start wrapping this up. Guys, going to miss yeah. you guys here on No Buffs. Yeah. I'll yeah. See you on no We're not going to but... see each other anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, until the next season comes around, not going to be talking on a podcast until then. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to watch? There's nothing else on. Well,. We're apparently watching Mission Impossible movies. Oh, is that locked in? I don't know. I mean, we could. We could. Uh, If you have an idea. 
for what maybe no buffs could do at one point during the season, the summer here or during the off season between Survivor episodes or seasons, I should say. Uh, let us know. Email us nodunksattheathletic.com. Put your uh, Survivor podcast ideas in an email, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get to doing one of them. It's always a blast talking Survivor with you guys. Thank you so much Survivor. to Jason Concepcion for jumping on here, taking time out of his busy, busy schedule there. You guys writing every movie and show you're going to be seeing for the next 12 months here. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you listen to the podcast. Subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube and uh, hit that little notification button so you know when we are back live. Will it be in the fall? For Survivor 43 Octopus, or will it be before that? <laughs> mm. find out. I like just naming it whatever yeah. they put on there. Yeah. Survivor 43 <laughs> Octopus it is. All right, guys. Uh, my man TK. Yeah, Mr. Skeets. Mr. Jeff. <laughs> Mr. Sexy Jeff. It's been an honor. As he puts out the candle, the tribe has spoken.